from the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, join us as we celebrate the music and artists of Kentucky. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents a concert performance with Luna and the Mountain Jets, the duo of David and Teresa Prince, coming up on Red Barn Radio. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of VisitLex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, VisitLex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. 
Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. The Twisted Cork, Lexington's only drive through full-service liquor store and bar. They feature craft beer, wine, and all your favorites. The Twisted Cork has live music Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights and hosts the Red Barn Radio Open Mic every Sunday evening, located at Partner Place just off Clays Mill Road. For more information, they're on the web at twistedcorklex.com. Room 17 Productions, a nonprofit organization telling the story of Professor Emeritus Sarah Holroyd and promoting music education through oral history, preservation, and live performance. For more information, Room 17 Productions is on the web at room17productions.com. The rest is history. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. Located in the heart of bluegrass, horse, and bourbon country, the Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Renee Collins, and along with Brad Becker, we are here to welcome you to Red Barn Radio's 593rd live concert performance, now in our 16th broadcast season. Tonight, we are so very pleased to present a program of great live music with Luna and the Mountain Jets. Luna and the Mountain Jets is an Appalachian rock band from Eastern Kentucky. The core of the group is the husband and wife team of Teresa on guitar and vocals and Dave on guitar, mandolin and vocals, both named Prince. As a duo, they draw material from their three CDs of original songs, which range from electric folk to Americana twang rock. Please welcome the duo, Teresa and Dave, Luna and the Mountain Jets to the Red Barn stage.
Now here's Red Barn Radio's Brad Becker to speak more with Luna and the Mountain Jets. Thanks, Renee. Welcome. Great to have you all here. If you're just tuning in to Red Barn, we are with Luna and her mountain jet. I am. That's <laughs> Teresa and, and Dave Prince. Dave has been here on the program before. And Teresa, I don't think that I've hosted you before in a program here on Red Barn. Have you been? Um, I've only been here in the audience. I saw the Compass Roses here. All right. Yeah. Oh, welcome. Awesome. Great to have you yeah. here finally. I'm, I've heard about you for, for so many years. Back to when Rob McNerlin was coming on the program. Always mentioned your music. And when we talked to him about music of your region, your area, who should, we should listen to, I always said, yeah. We sang together for many years. We toured um, out west. When we toured in 2007, that's when I pretty much made my first band. You know, we've, we've been like me and David playing here and there, and then we'd have like a bass player every now and then. James Ellis, Chaz Worm. I'm trying to think of the, the people uh, that... Chaz Worm. Yeah, yeah Chaz Somebody Worm. Somebody whistled for Chaz out there. Yeah. When we went out, out west, I think it was 2007, correct me if I'm something like that. Sure. But anyway, it was <laughs> Rob and David, I, and I was, I was with them. I, I would sing backups, and I would uh, he sing a little bit to uh, my stuff. We formed, uh, it was actually Luna at that time, until the lawyers came in. So what was the hullabaloo about the, well, about the name? It seems that there's a band named Luna from the 80s, something like that. Yeah. Uh, good band, they're fine. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> they're not, they're they not didn't like, Luna. But... They didn't like that I was calling myself Luna. I don't just, think they cared, their lawyer cared. Well, a lot about you know. It. Was that a, a big hassle, huh? It was a problem. Yeah, I had to sign papers, yeah. And, and I swear, I can't make this up. Yeah, and I was negotiating with this with this lawyer. I've forgotten her name right now. But anyway, but I was negotiating with her on an email, and I was like, okay, well, you know, I don't want to confuse people. And so she decided, okay, but you can have a variation of of Luna. But, you got to tag you know, something on it. Yeah, so I, I'd had to send these names to her that what I would think of, and Sounds our cool. friend. Uh, uh, Richard Young of the Kentucky Headhunters. Uh-huh. Well, he, you know, he first knew, off, he, he said, "Let me call." Her. <laughs> oh, that's true. Because if you know Richard, Richard's a real smooth talker. He's like, well, "I'll get this straightened out, Dave." So Richard calls <laughs> and he's come calling back a little later. Says, "Man, I can't do nothing with her. I just can't do oh, nothing." Oh no! Said, so you have to come up with a name. He said she enjoys talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, "Okay," but anyway, won't you call yourself Luna in the Mountain Jet? We don't know what that means. But. Well, no, he said it was something to do with jets in North and jets. Korea, like in the Korean yeah. War. That's all baloney. Yeah, he just said, I'm sorry, Richard, but that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but it made the lawyer happy. Well, good. I was talking, you were walking away, and I was balking, you were looking away, and knowing better, I decided to stay, and I was talking. You were walking away You were talking I was walking away And you were balking I was looking away And knowing better You decided to stay And I was talking You were walking away Thank you.
walking away. You all are teachers. You went into teaching for some reason. Were you good students? You said you were a little bit different. I was. Yeah. I don't know if you know this about me, but I really like it. I'm very quiet now, but back in the day, I, I talked the whole time. We had a class together, and I was back in the back talking, and he was actually doing stuff. Trying to learn. Well, you he was trying to learn, yeah. So how far back were you all uh, schoolmates? We, well, we met through my sister, Evelyn, and they hung out. So when I came to the high school, he was he was in town. I met him in the ninth grade when I came to ninth grade. You would have grade. been ninth grade. Yeah. I would have been. And a he was at the table, and I don't know. They had some sort of thing where they had to down their orange juice. I, I just is that what it was? <laughs> I just remember yeah, that. It was. The hearts, I was like, it was the hard I was like, stuff. oh okay. And then he got like known as like the, the guitar player of you know the school. He had a, a band called Cold Ethel at the time. Like Ethel out like, like the Alice Cooper. There's an Alice yeah, Cooper yeah. yeah. It made a lot of sense in 1981. It was totally music I did not understand. All I knew was pop radio, AM radio. That's all I, yeah, right. I grew and up on. He was on. in a different zone. And he was, he was like Led Zeppelin. He was like you know, Black Sabbath and all this. But I didn't understand Pagan that. Pagan music. Then I guess there's your side of the story, Dave. <laughs> How long did it take for you to like Teresa? It, it took a while. <laughs> I mean... Well, we found common ground with, and, and this just sounds so like out of a, a ABC after school movie, but Tom Petty, I found out like she's a big Tom Petty fan. I wouldn't know. There's something here then because Tom Petty's got Mike Campbell playing guitar and, and I'm a seventies guitar guy and we may be able to work this out now because of the Tom Petty connection. It might work six months. It takes six months for me to come around in the grand scheme of things. That's not that long. I, 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 you liked me. Oh, I, you did. I, I love you today. You just, you just had to, you, you know. know. Brad, it's going to be a long ride to the house. I'm, I'm liking this. <laughs> I'm liking this. It sort of feels like a, a reality show. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. It's, oh, it's... God. I'm number two in line for you. I changed my mind for you. When you are ready, my hand is steady, always reaching for you.
Cause I'm waiting my turn while bridges burn. Waiting here for you. So take me now. I don't care how I can't believe it's true. I think I was a pretty smart kid, but I was fairly certain I was going to get on the bus and go be a rock star the day I graduated, so I didn't really pay that much attention. And the bus didn't show up, so <laughs> I just logged through the world. And uh, we got married, and we, you know, we struggled for quite a while, and she decided she didn't want to struggle anymore, so she's going to go back to college, and that's when I thought maybe I should go back to college. And we took college far more seriously than we took high school. Absolutely. I went to Ashland Community College to begin with. And I went in one day and walked around. I thought, this is not for me. I don't belong here. This is not my scene. What was there, wrong with it? Uh, it was them, you know, yeah. them. But there was a subversive teacher who taught media. And his name was Bill Sadler. And he grabbed me and said, you need to come over here. And he's like, I can show you how to beat the system. I thought, this is my guy. He's, he knows. <laughs> he understands. And so he kind of took me under his wing and, and showed me that, that, that they were okay. And I'd play the game and get along. He taught me a lot. So I probably wouldn't have made it without Bill.
nine of us all together at any one time were all nine of you under that same roof no eight of us eight of us at one at one point i remember my my oldest brother rocky he or not rocky my oldest brother eddie and that happens a lot that happens a lot but uh eddie i remember him coming in like you know he he was already gone and had and had a family and i remember him coming in but my sister diane from diane on down We've all been together. What's the upside of being in a, in a household with lots of kids? There's never a dull moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where did you fall in the, in number the lineup? Number seven. I'm number seven. So you're number seven. So you had then a lot of older siblings that sort of presented you with sort of images of who you might be as, as an older kid. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, it, it, sh it shaped mm. the musical background because, you know, when you're young, you don't have access to albums and things like that, or we didn't. And my older brother played Rocky. He was number one, two, he's number three. <laughs> he played. Uh, I didn't pick it up. I would take his guitar when he wasn't around and try to play. Uh, he tried to show me a few chords, but I later found out that what I, what I pretended to play was almost a G and a C. Almost a G almost and a C? Almost a G and a C. So is that like it. the G with just without the, yeah, the high I, note? I, it was just... <laughs> yeah, well, that's the best part of the G there. That was right all there. I did. That was all I did. And I sang all kinds of whatever it was. This is a song I wrote because I was different than the other eight. Yeah, the other eight. <laughs> the other eight kids. Eight kids. And, and uh, Mom didn't like it a bit. I just made things more complicated. And I was real like to think I can't quench my thirst with a cold, cold drink. I 
Coming up, more Red Barn Radio with Luna and the Mountain Jets. Recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. We'll be right back. This is Red Barn Radio. Welcome back. Tonight, we're with Luna and the Mountain Jets. Recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio. This song is a... It's about my grandmother. She lived with us many years before she passed away. She was a wanderer. We'd wake up in the morning and then it's like, where's, where's Mamma Virgie? Where is she? We'd have to go looking for her. And when we'd go look for her, we'd typically find her within the cornfield that was nearby. So when I wrote the song, I'm, I'm like, well, what, what was she running to? Was she running away from something? Was she running to something? I was young, so I didn't know what was going on. I just knew Mamma was missing and we need to find her. Always following a line, during visiting time, as I stand at your knee, do you have something for me? Do you have something for me? What's in your Husband's gone, never, never. You fled back, bearded cover, staring at the wall, walking the stairs. I hear the creak, I feel the hair, I hear the creak, I feel the hair.
You have kind of a signature guitar sound. Start with the guitar you're playing. Okay. Tell us a little bit about that one. All right, this is a, every time I take it out of the case, people, oh my God, well, here's your Telecaster. You know, there's not a Fender part on this guitar, I don't think. I've had it for 25 years. It's a DiMaggio body, it's a Chandler neck, it's got a Bigsby palm pedal on it. I put different saddles on it, none of the pickups are right. Uh, it's got a sticker of, what's this girl's name? I forgot. Who? Britney Spears. It has a Britney Spears sticker. A Britney Spears yeah. sticker. A Tom Petty guest pass from some tour. Now uh, that fits. I paid $125 from this guitar. I bought it from Rob McNerlin a long time ago. I own some good Telecasters now, but I would much rather play this guitar. We just bonded, and it, it's irreplaceable to me, actually. I uh, would die without it. Do you tend to like older and, you know, sort of rough-hewn instruments? I do. I would never want a shiny instrument, and that's fine for people that do like shiny guitars. You yeah. Know, more power to you. I, I really don't want one. And I also don't want one that's the road-worn or they make it look old. When oh, it's right, really the relic thing. Really into old amplifiers and just things that are beat up. Because it seems like all the new modeling amps or things that people buy are trying to sound like those old amps. Why are we going the long way around? Let's just get an old Silvertone amp and, and an old guitar and plug it in and go. Is it tube amp? or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you have the skills to sort of work on I can put instruments tubes in and amps and stuff? But I got a guy named Richie Hall in Ashland who can fix anything. He can fix anything. So I buy amps and pawn shops with no fear because I know Richie can make it sound good. So nice. it's nice to have. What about that hollow body you got over there? That's that a, one with it's that. an old, it's a Harmo. Sorry? I'm sorry, it's a Harmony. Yes. Yeah, the, the NY got uh, A pawn shop, we were down in Georgia going through this red dirt road and we stopped at a pawn shop and I go in and this is the only good guitar there. And they had it out on the counter on display like, the, oh, 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 this is the one. Yeah, right. And they wanted like X amount of dollars for it. It was really cheap. But it wasn't as cheap as I wanted it to be. So I came back out to the car and said, you know, I'm not going to buy that guitar. And then I sat there and went, yeah, I probably yeah. do need to buy that guitar. So I went back in and we made a deal. And I, I can't put it down. I play that guitar a ton. It, these two guitars will get me th through the flood. Uh, what modifications have you done to that one that you got from Rob? Did you modify that, adding that B-bender well, to it? It had been broken in half, <laughs> the body had. And my friend Jack Randy glued it back together. I did put this B-bender on it. You know, back in the day, I didn't have any money, and you could buy a nice neck set B-bender like what Marty Stewart and those guys have where they just pull the neck down and it bends the B-string. But you could buy this for 35 bucks, and so I just bought it, and it's just a, it's a poor man's B-bender, but it still bends the Bs. Can you sort of demonstrate? I, I mean, I think we've been hearing it a lot, but... Yeah, here we go. Like, here's a, just a... And then when you B-bend, you... It's got that pedal steel quality.
Yeah.
There's something I just love about a song that leaves something to wonder for the, for the listener. Love that notion of songwriting. It's not your job necessarily to tell somebody the whole story. It's your job to give them an opportunity to maybe think of a story of their own. The titles that you choose, I mean, that, that thing you said. Do you ever say in that song what that thing was that was said? You write a song, and for you, it's about, it's about this one thing. Some of them are secrets. Probably most of them are secrets. So I've got to hide it a little bit. Mm -hmm. so, I try, so in hiding it, in hiding it, I'm referencing it to what I know other people, you know, think about things. Yeah. Which has turned out good. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good, a good thing. But everybody's had, had that moment. You know, like I said, songs haunt me. Like, you know, I'll, have, I'll be thinking about something, and it's just like, this won't go away. So let's, you know, well, let's delve into this and see if I can, um, see if I can do something with it. You know, some, somebody that I failed to mention for uh, people that I've opened up for, been uh, privileged to, is Tyler Childers. And uh, this, this song that I wrote, bless his heart, he was, he was just a young thing when I met him. And he seemed to like my first album awfully well. And he liked uh, this song, That Thing You Said. Tickled me to death to hear him play it out. I mean, I heard about this, you know, this kid playing, playing one of my songs. Gosh, it sounded so good. So good. Was he it with you, Was he it with you, Tom? You won't leave me alone An easy safety zone That thing you said All bottled up and spitting in my head Can't escape it in my bed That thing you said Inside, out a place to hide, sit and wait alone, trying to make it leave below. That thing you say, all bottled up and spinning in my head. Bottled up and spinning in my head 
Remember I was number seven, right, of nine kids. It seems that when I was born, you could take kids home without naming them first. I guess mom ran out of names after six, so, you know, it's got a little complicated. But I found this out later by some of the older siblings. I don't know how it kept, it was kept a secret till, till then when it was like the 80s or something when I found out. When I found out, I was like, oh, I gotta ask mom about this. I found mom and I was like, mom, is it true I really didn't have a name when I come home? Hmm? Okay, so I didn't have a name. Well, I said, well, how long did I not have a name? And then again, about three weeks. And I always say this, that explains so much. So three weeks, so I'm processing that. And then I'm like, Mom, what did you call me for three weeks? She said, oh, we just called you honey.
We would like to thank Luna and the Mountain Jets for being with us this evening, and thanks to our volunteers for their help with our production, especially Ryan Zinka, Will Paget, and Cindy Stewart. Also, those of you listening to our webcast, watching us on Facebook Live, and those listening to us on the Red Barn Network of Stations. We also thank the members of our studio audience for supporting the mission of Red Barn Radio, which strives to present, promote, and preserve the rich musical tradition and artists of this Kentucky region and present them to the world. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Performance Hall at Arts Place in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Who wants to hear another song from Luna and the Mountain Jets?
have your choice of men But I can never love again He's the only one for me I had to have his talk with you My happiness depends on you to do Joe Red Barn Radio would like to thank David and Teresa Prince for being with us tonight. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. The Twisted Cork, Lexington's only drive through full-service liquor store and bar. They feature craft beer, wine, and all your favorites. The Twisted Cork has live music Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights and hosts the Red Barn Radio Open Mic every Sunday evening. Located at Partner Place, just off Clay's Mill Road. For more information, they're on the web at twistedcorklex.com. Room 17 Productions, a nonprofit organization telling the story of Professor Emeritus Sarah Holroyd and promoting music education through oral history, preservation, and live performance. For more information, Room 17 Productions is on the web at room17productions.com. The rest is history. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. Located in the heart of bluegrass, horse, and bourbon country, the Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. Get our Red Barn Radio app by downloading Omveria in your app store. The Red Barn Radio app is powered by Omveria. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. Red Barn Radio's line producer and booking manager is Warren Cobb. We also thank our volunteers. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. You'll find performance dates and times at redbarnradio.com. 
The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. For more information on the band, they're on the web at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here again on this station next week at this same time as we celebrate the music of Kentucky. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. Lex Arts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. Okay.